Hi, I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business, and today we're introducing the first episode of Talking Air Care. This four-episode podcast is going to go beyond the equipment and technologies to bring you a sort of mini-course about what really makes a difference when it comes to caring for your customer's air and for your contracting business. And joining me is one of the best, Tom Casey, Chief Visionary Officer at Griffin Service, and Jessica Bazzi, Air Care Contractor Program Lead with Owens Corning Air Distribution. Welcome, Tom and Jessica, and thanks for joining us on this inaugural episode. Hi, Terry. It's great to be here. Excited to be here, Terry. Good, good. Well, I'm going to kick things off with our contractor expert. So, Tom, the name of this podcast is Talking Air Care. And so let's start with the obvious question. What do we mean by air care and what's in it for the contractor? Great question, Terry. Um, All the time, you know, contractors are always talking about comfort, energy, IAQ, all the buzzwords that we know and the customers maybe don't understand. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to a simple four-letter word, care, C-A-R-E, care applied to the air in the customer's homes. And by moving the conversation beyond all the ratings, SEER, capacities, BTUs, even IAQ with all the recent stuff with COVID and air purifiers and UV and all this stuff, as contractors, we get an opportunity to position ourselves as experts, not contractors, experts in caring for the air in the customers' homes. For us at Griffin, that's a huge part of our message and what really is a differentiator in our business in the minds of the customers. We care for the air, but we go beyond the box. That's a, that's a message I've been preaching for my whole career, beyond the box. And this mindset kind of brings a whole home or a whole system diagnostic approach, really, not just looking at the box itself, but looking at everything as it kind of fits together as a puzzle to solve the customer's problem. Because um, let's face it, nobody wants to buy an air conditioner, even you and me, and we're in the business. So what are they really trying to get at? Yes, yes. And you mentioned problem, and that's really what the best contractors are, problem solvers. I, For example, I don't expect someone calls up Griffin and says, I need someone to care for my air. And so how do you broaden the conversation and get the homeowner to look beyond the immediate problem to consider the quality of their indoor air? Well, it's not so easy all the time, and yet it's very simplistic at the same time. Caring for the air is about getting to the root of the problem, the root cause. And that's just good old fashioned questioning, sitting down, understanding. What are we really trying to accomplish? What's the real issue here? Customers a lot of time will have self-diagnosed some of the issues. They will think they need a new unit. They'll think they need a duct cleaning. They'll think whatever, but they're not experts, we're experts. So we've got to get to to the root cause. And a lot of times that root cause is going to come back down to that air word. And what gets the air from the unit to the house? It's that ductwork. And if that ductwork's in the attic and it's not in good shape, it's not installed properly, it's not sized properly, it's not sealed properly, well, that could be a root cause. So we've got to go beyond just meeting their initial requests and quoting them a box and start to find out more of what's going on. Why? What, what made you call today? What brought you out here? Right. And, and so if you could expound on that, about what's going on in that attic region that homeowners rarely visit, what's going on up there that is creating these problems for the air in the condition space down below? 
Well, our contractor listeners and as contractors, we know we're going to run load calculations. We're going to do duct sizing calculations, all sorts of things that affect the space. And the attic itself is probably the weakest link after windows in the whole building envelope. It's a huge source of how we gain heat in the southern climates during summer and how we lose heat in the northern climates during winter. It also is full of holes, Swiss cheese, recessed can lights, attic pull down stairs, scuttle hatches, speakers, I mean, you name it. It's just got tons of holes that are going to leak. And so the attic is not a very hospitable place and bad ductwork in the attic can actually compound things and put a whole bunch of things in motion. Um, if there's a, a good example would be, say there's a room that's too hot or an area that smells funny or someplace that gets a lot of dust and you're kind of like, how, you know, do you guys have to dust a lot? How frequently you have to dust? Many times that can be traced back to actual ductwork problems. So beyond just air quality, bad ducts can put all sorts of other things on play too. So it's, it's get to that root, root cause. Why am I here? What's going on? Describe the problem. Give me the symptoms. Not unlike a doctor would say, you know, where does it hurt? Right. And where is it hurting in that attic ductwork? What are the primary problems? The duct systems in attics and duct systems in general, um, about two thirds of them don't even deliver the right amount of air. And if they do move the right amount of air, then we lose a ton of it. It doesn't get to the space through holes and connections and leaks and joints and all sorts of things that allow the air that we just paid to cool and clean and filter and purify to go to the attic. And in that causes imbalances. And if the leaks are on the return side, they're actually pulling in all that nasty stuff from the attic. Uh, I think everyone knows Energy Star says about 30% of the air that's blowing through a home's ductwork is lost due to this. So just think about it. You're paying a dollar and you're only getting 70 cents out of it. What else in life will somebody take that kind of exchange rate for? But they do it every day in their house. And then just imagine that customer calls up a regular contractor, you know, the everyday run of the mill, box swapper and uh, they want a new system because they've self-diagnosed the problem. The customer uh, says, I want a new system and, and the contractor doesn't go deeper. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the air. So he doesn't ask questions. He doesn't find out what's going on. And so he sells them a new box. Do they understand that their new box is going to leak that same 30% of the air? <laughs> Brand new system, big bill, lots of money, same problem, same symptoms down the space. And of course, the um, the other issue, if you get away from ductwork with the attic is, is the attic insulated enough? You know, does it have enough insulation to keep the cold in and the hot out? And so we've seen data all over the place noting that most homes are under insulated. So if you're not looking in the attic to reveal some of these hidden reasons why a customer's home isn't comfortable, well, I think you're missing the boat. At the end of the day, Getting up in that attic and checking what's going on up there helps build trust and positions us as an expert. The most common thing we hear is, well, no one else went in the attic, and that's just music to our ears. Then is ductwork a bigger problem in some parts of the country than in others? Definitely ductwork is a problem everywhere, and it presents different problems. But you had a big housing bubble in the late 90s, early 2000s that saw a huge amount of increase in homes built in the South. These homes in this region, particularly most or a lot have the ductwork in the attic, which is the most inhospitable place to put ductwork that's gonna be moving cold air. 
the hottest place on earth. Let's put the ducks there. Makes a lot of sense. And thinking back maybe 20, 25 years ago, there wasn't such a push on energy as there is today. So those houses were built to a much lower energy code than today's codes. In the South, like I said earlier, the ceiling itself, the attic, the barrier between the conditioned space we're trying to cool and this unhospitable attic is second only to the windows when it comes to allowing heat to enter a home. And while we can't do a lot about heat via the windows, the windows are the windows, we can reduce one of the largest ways homes gain heat for customers through the ceiling. Well, we've written a lot about homeowners' interest in indoor air quality in contracting business. So then, Tom, do you mention this topic to your customers? Yeah, it's part of the uh, uncovery and the discovery process to you know, just understand what they're trying to accomplish, where are their areas of concern, what questions do they have. You know, we're here to be consulted. We're the expert. And so we always end up having a conversation. And if you just look at stats for allergies and allergy medicines, 80% of people have some type of alert allergy type affliction. So if someone happens to say, no, I don't have any problems, we want to give them a high five, like, wow, you're lucky. You're one of the few who don't. But it's going to lead to a bigger discussion and understand that, well, then what's going on? What is exactly the allergy? Is it worse at night? Is it better in the morning? You know, those type of things. And then it's going to come down to looking and inspecting at that ductwork in the attic to see if it's a cause. Because sounds crazy, but before you go adding any fancy filters or purifiers, let's get the ductwork right. Because ductwork is really the ultimate IAQ accessory, getting that air delivered to where it's supposed to be in the right amounts, clean and uncontaminated. Customers are, are, you know, they go for the latest shiny object. They jump on the filtration system because that's what contractors talk about, regular box swapping contractors. But you're never going to solve the root cause if you don't actually get rid of the problem. You know, let's, let's eliminate the particles before we have to filter them out. Let's, let's get rid of the weakest link that lets particles from the ductwork get into the system from the attic and then blown out through the registers. Well, over the past year, as you've seen, there has been a huge surge of market offerings that are focusing on indoor air quality. So how do you build trust in your company's approach to tackling this issue through attic ductwork improvement? As I mentioned before, the attic is really the weak slink. And if you just take a moment as a building scientist, as a HVAC, technical person doing load calculations, you'll understand this. If you look at the way houses are built and you, you go up in the attic, you look around, you'll understand this. So we talk about it. We just put the 500 pound gorilla on the table and have a conversation. And because no one else is doing that, it is a huge differentiator. So we talk about how the holes or bad connections in the ductwork contribute to this problem. We show them the holes. We show them how the particles could be getting in. Do you think this is good or bad? We toss in and mention that, hey, oh, by the way, we are an air care dealer. We've gone through a vetting process by Owens Corning. We received special training. And so that's why we're experts. That's why we know more than the average box swapper contractor. We find that Pink Panther, everybody knows Pink Panther. Everybody trusts Pink Panther. Everybody likes the Pink Panther. So by being able to position ourselves as an air care specialist for attic renovations, along with HVAC and duck retrofit expertise, it makes us one of a kind in our marketplace and it lets us drive home that whole house, whole system message as the real solution. You know, um, it's it's bad to pay 
too much for something, but it's worse to have to buy it twice because the thing you bought didn't do the thing you bought. Even if the customer ends up not opting because it's their house, their money, their decision with ductwork or with attic improvements, if nothing else, it just positions ourselves as the experts, as the consultants who understand how a house works, how the house works as a system, how everything fits together, and it creates the customer having a more thorough understanding of how to have a comfortable space and are we the right ones to deliver it. Yes. And so how then do you bring up issues related to the attic when talking to customers without overloading them and having them think, oh, here's another add-on and potentially losing out on the job? Well, it's kind of like everything else. Everybody's got a, a way they purchase things or, you know, there's all these like selling methods or selling systems. Well, every buyer has a buying method and we just go along with that. You know, we we don't believe we're ever selling the customer anything. And so there is a true advisor consultant role. And you probably hear by the way we're talking about things. We have a different conversation. And so we just talk about what we found. We talk about what's going on in the attic and how it could potentially have an impact on the problem we're trying to solve, or is it the cause of the problem we're trying to solve? Again, people are gonna say, well, no one else went up there, no one else said that. And we explain why and, and help them see and ask, do you see why this matters? Do you see why we do this and why it's important? It really sets us apart. Sometimes it's just questioning, you know, did you spend a lot of time in your attic? Do you like going in your attic? Most people hate their attic. Would you ever feel okay letting your family camp up there for a night and you know watch movies and eat popcorn? Probably not. But if the ductwork's leaking, the reality is the customer is actually breathing in that air. And as soon as they understand that, and that it's affecting their comfort, it's affecting their energy, it's affecting their enjoyment of their home. If everything else was good and just how they enjoy their home is bad, wasn't that the purpose of your home is to enjoy it? Once we've raised their awareness of how the attic can influence things, we ask them if they're interested in learning more about it. You know, is that something we should talk about? Would, do you have any questions? What questions can I answer? And we start showing them how they could fix their attic. Notice I haven't said insulate their attic. I'm saying fix their attic. And that really opens the door. And if they say no, it's no, but they usually don't. They usually want to be educated and they want to understand more because they're about to spend a lot of money on something. Yes, yes. Well, Tom, you've uh, been doing lots of talking. And, and since we're talking about breathing, uh, we're going to let you take a breather. And I wanted to ask Jessica a question. So Jessica, let's cut to the chase. What is it that's for the contractor when it comes to an attic restoration? What's in it for the contractor? Well, I think Tom really did a great job of of covering that, but really it's it's a means for differentiation, paying attention to the ductwork, really digging in and asking those those key questions asking about the attic, taking a look up there, that sort of thing that really helps position the contractor as a problem solver, someone that's taking in the problem from, you know, from a system approach and not just, you know, a band-aid approach. It really showcases their elevated technical expertise and builds trust between the homeowner and the contractor. Well, some contractors, as we know, are just trying to keep up with the demands of the normal day's activity. Is attic ductwork a revenue opportunity for every contractor? That's a great question. And it is worth mentioning that this program isn't necessarily for every single contractor. We definitely vet the contractors who want to enter into the air care program. 
we really look for companies like Griffin Service. Um, you know, we want to work with contractors like Tom, who have clearly showed in their markets that they are, you know, those contractors that want to be problem solvers for their homeowners. Those are the types of contractors that we really want to partner with and further grow and develop to make sure that homeowners are hearing, you know, the whole message around indoor air quality and how that's affected by attic insulation and duct replacement and how HVAC contractors can really make a difference in that IAQ story um, for, for homeowners. And so we look, we look for contractors that are, you know, on the leading edge of that. And, and that's who Owens Corning prefers to, to work with in those instances. Great. And Tom, considering the homeowner, what kind of customer does your team target with an air care message? It's a great question, Terry. Um, and I would agree with Jessica, air care is, isn't for every contractor. But I'd add to that, it's not also for every customer. So that's why your question is such a good one. What I found through the years of being in business in different states and different regions is typically every market has three types of customers. And one type of customer is a price-focused customer. They're driven by the lowest cost, period. Another third can be described as a value customer, someone who's willing to spend a little bit more to get more value. And those are our ideal customers and probably most of the listeners' ideal customers, people who want to hear more and, and are willing to spend more to get more. But there's the final third who are those fence sitters, and they can be influenced towards value or price. So if we don't educate them, well, then they're going to make a price-based decision. But if we can get that fence sitter or that tweener to understand there's more things going on and educate them on how they're affecting their comfort, their use of the home, and also the investment they're about to make, well, then we can shift them to the value side of the fence. And the air peer program really helps with that. Griffin, we look to shift people to the value side of the fence. That's where this message resonates the best. That's where we can have the happiest customers. And, and that's a critical thing. So by having this discussion, by leveraging air care and the benefits of the program and what they can get, we can shift the last third of the customers over to the value side of the fence. So the price people probably are the price people, and they might want to shop for attic insulation, not fixing their attic. They might want to shop for swapping a box, not fixing their system and making sure their ductwork is right. Great. They're not for us. They're probably not for air care either. The people who want those things, well, they're for us. It's a slam dunk, no brainer. It's the other third that we can educate and leverage our relationship with Owens Corning, the Pink Panther, and the things we do at Griffin. What I'd say is everybody knows we're in a reputation-based economy. Everybody lives off reviews. You check reviews. I check reviews. Everybody checks reviews. It's just the way it is. Our best customer, ask any contractor, Terry, they'll tell you, referrals, right? Every, I, I, I want more referrals. Fantastic. Social media, man, you could make or break. If you do something great, they'll say, I just had the best experience of my life. And that stuff is like rocket fuel. A text message from a customer or a, an email or a review saying, I trust Griffin with everything is the fuel that drives the rocket. That differentiates our business, especially especially when that customer has they can't help but talk about it to a friend or a neighbor and says, I just had the most amazing thing. Or they say, what were those Griffin guys doing at your house? Well, they did this and this and this, and, and they, they can just get excited about actually being able to enjoy their house more because they didn't know they could before. Fantastic. And then Jessica, you mentioned that contractors are vetted for this program. So where can contractors learn more? 
Yeah. So for interested contractors, I would say that they should go visit our website. It's www.owenscorning.com slash air care. And uh, there they can download uh, brochures, learn more about the program, and then also reach out to us to get started. Well, Jessica and Tom, thanks for joining us for this first episode of Talking Air Care. Thanks for hosting it, Terry. Yeah, thanks for having us, Terry. You're very welcome. And we'll look forward to continuing the air care conversation in episode two, and also sharing some questions from contractors in the field. And for any listeners that do have a question, feel free to drop me a line at tmciver at endeavorb2b.com. That's T-M-C-I-V-E-R at E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R-B, the number two, B.com.